Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Freedom First podcast with your host, me, Jake. Today, we have a very, very, very short podcast. I only got 14 minutes and 19 seconds on the clips I'm going to be putting into the software. But I do want to make a point that when I am doing these by myself, I'm finding myself to get very, very long-winded. I can talk forever, um, but I want to make sure that I get short and sweet and to the point when I'm flying solo on these podcasts. When I have a guest, it's a different story. We can go for hours, and that's fine. But today, and for future reference, when I am doing these by myself, they're just going to be 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes max. I want to get my point out there as quick as I can and as blunt as possible. Without further ado, let's get to it. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today, we are going to talk about something near and dear to me, the United States Constitution. I mean, it's a piece of paper that many people downstate don't respect because it acts as a wall that protects you from your government. And it, it was written for trying times like the one we're living in right now. And yes, your country, your city, and your state may be opening up, but we must not forget what your government did to us. If there's anything to learn from the lockdown, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, a Libertarian, Independent, whatever, uh, you you got to understand, after all of this, you had to have learned that you cannot trust your government. Let's talk about what's at the top of that list. The Bill of Rights. Top. What's at the top of the Bill of Rights? The First Amendment. The biggest one. That's why it's at the top. Quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So no, no matter what angry socialist, any angry socialist may tell you, you can say whatever you want, petition whatever you want, Worship whatever you want and assemble whenever you want. The First Amendment is currently at risk. Governors across the country have disrespected your First Amendment because it is yours. It's your right. And look, I, I hold an ideology that holds individual freedom as at the highest value, at the highest virtue. And I assert basically that a person ought to be free to live their own life however they please to be, so as, so as long as they don't harm others. That's who I am. Paradoxically, libertarianism is at once again at the core of American mythos and a fringe movement in her politics. So, so when we're talking about libertarianism, what do I mean? I mean the individual concept that Mark Twain established, that everybody is to each their own. And that applies to the First Amendment. The First Amendment is yours. You can protest whenever you want, say whatever you want, write whatever you want, and worship whatever you want, whenever you want. The government cannot abridge that. It, that, that bill at the top of the Bill of Rights was written there to prohibit the government from being able to do what they're doing now. And we must take a stand on that. 
we must be the change. We must invoke our First Amendment. Today, you might have noticed that I shared a quote from President Kennedy. That quote said, those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. And Andrew Cuomo just extended the stay-at-home order pause to June 13th. And you may be asking, Jake, what about our Second Amendment? Should we follow the wisdom of George Washington and rebel? To that, I say this. You have to first exhaust peaceful rebellion. Exhaust it. You can't explore violent rebellion until you've completely exhausted, completely exhausted peaceful rebellions. I don't encourage violence, violent rebellion. But it's what is peaceful rebellion? Glad you asked. It's protesting. It's civil disobedience. It's getting out on the street with a flag in one hand and a sign in the other. It's using that voice of yours to express your disdain for our governor, our assembly, our state senate, New York City, the downstate Democrats, whatever you want. Now, I don't condone violence. I don't encourage anyone putting yourself at risk. I don't recommend thinking that the virus isn't a threat. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you should go endanger yourself. I'm not encouraging that. But what I am saying, what I am telling you to do is to stand up for your fundamental rights. You have to stand up for what is right. Now is the time to ask yourself, what, was, what would Benjamin Franklin do? What would he do? Because he was famous for speaking about just how important it is that we put freedom above safety and about how important individual freedoms are. He established civil liberties as our God-given rights. Our founding fathers established that Bill of Rights for one purpose, first and foremost. And that purpose was to protect each and every single one of your freedoms from being restricted by the government. Now, let me say that again. Your government, it belongs to you, not Andrew Cuomo, not Donald Trump, not the assembly, not the Senate, you. You pay for it. You are invested in the United States of America. You control it. But Jake, I don't want to get coronavirus. I don't want to put my life at risk. I don't, I don't want to put the, the lives of others at risk. I'm not saying that. I understand that. I'm not discounting that this virus imposes a threat to the general health of the public. But everyone needs to understand that we cannot go on like this. If you want to stay safe rather than stay, you, you stay home. If you want to stay safe, stay home. That is the choice of the individual. Unless you are vulnerable Stay, if, if you are vulnerable, stay home. If, you, if you're scared, stay home. That's your choice. Everyone in this country who is an adult should be able to make that decision for themselves. So if you have the courage, I encourage you to remind your government of the First Amendment because it is your government. I want to make that very clear. This is your country, not Andrew Cuomo's, not Donald Trump's. Not the Senate's, not Congress's, not the Assembly, not some general. It is yours. And if you want to see a change, you have to be the change. I'm not just talking about voting. I'm talking about invoking your First Amendment. 
exercise your disdain for our government. It is your right. It is your constitutional right to do so. You, you, we cannot. What are we afraid of? Are, are we afraid of risk? I get that. I get that. There's a risk when we do anything. But Americans are supposed to overcome risk. Americans rise to the challenge. Americans refuse to let their lives be controlled by a guy who lives in a city that has nothing to do with the rest of the state. Almost uh, a little over 300 years ago, we fought a rebellion against a tyrant 3,000 miles away. Now we're fighting a tyrant 300 miles away. We cannot let this go on any longer. We can't let the government keep us in our homes. It is not up to them. The First Amendment protects us from them. If you are scared of going outside, if you're scared of the virus, yes, I encourage you to stay home. And I encourage the vulnerable to stay home. People who are elderly, people who are immunocompromised. But we can't shut down the government. We can't sh shut down the country for a disease that has a 99.55% survival rate. It's silly. It's silly at its core. It's childish. It's childish. What did the government think, think it was doing? Oh, no, a super virus. Let's lock everybody inside and force them to live a sedentary lifestyle and take away their financial stability and force them to live off of us. That's socialism. It's not working very well, is it? For those of you who have been saying for years that we should have socialism, is it working well? How are you enjoying it? You, you push socialism for the sake of community, but now you realize just how important community is to capitalism, how important it is that we give each other our business, how we decide for ourselves what we want to do with our own lives. And we can't let this go on any longer. So tonight, guys, this is a very short, short live stream. Usually I push for an hour, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a burden. That's what it is. It's a burden on its, this lockdown, this pause. If you want to use the word pause, it sounds nicer than a lockdown. It's a burden on its citizens. It's a burden to every New Yorker and every American in this country. 99.5% survival rate. By the way, here's an interesting fact about the coronavirus. The average death, the average person, who, the average age of somebody that dies from the coronavirus is older than the average age of death itself. The average age, I believe, is 82 for coronavirus. The average age of somebody dying is, I believe, 78 in the United States of America. So, quite literally, we are locked down for a virus that has a 99.5% survival rate. And the average age of someone who dies is older than the average age of death itself. We locked down the entire country for this. Some people say they'd rather be safe than sorry. This is sorry. This is oops. 
this is I messed up and the government doesn't want to admit it. And I want to highlight this one. I can't prove it. I can't prove it, but this is a theory. The reason why these democratic states have been locked down. And if I was to think political strategy, if I was the governor of a state and if I was corrupt and didn't care about its constituents and all I cared about was power, I would want to keep the state locked down and force mail-in ballots so that way I have a better chance at winning the, the election again. Or that way my friends in the assembly or my friends in the Senate could win the election again. That's exactly what I think. I can't prove it. I can't say it's a fact, but it's what I think Andrew Cuomo is doing. It's what I think Gavin Newsom is doing. It's what I think Governor Whitmer is doing. Keep people locked down as long as you can. Force a mail-in ballot. That way the Democrats can take the stage come election season. I guarantee you, that they will push for as long as they can to keep this pause unless individuals like you and individuals like me who know what this is down here. I have the first amendment down here for those of you who may be watching stand up for our own rights and stand up for what is right and take our state back through peaceful protest through peaceful protest. And I encourage you, to follow COVID guidelines in the meantime, just in spite of them. Because if you're following COVID guidelines during the protest, that just shows that you are a good citizen and that you care about your state and you just don't want to be locked down anymore. You don't care about what your governor has to say. You know your rights. The First Amendment. The First Amendment to the United States of America. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Invoke your First Amendment. Invoke a peaceful rebellion. Even if it has to, I'm not saying drive to New York City, I'm not saying drive to Albany. You can do that. That's up to you. It's your individual freedom to do so. But what I'm encouraging you all to do is to do the most you can. Make a sign. Stick it in your front lawn. Write it with a window marker on your car. Do something. Speak up. Stand up for what's right. And stand up for your rights. Because this is your government. I'm going to keep saying it. It is your government. It belongs to you. Thank you, guys. I hope you all have a good night. Stay safe out there.